Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. The following segment is from NFL University on the SB Nation NFL show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Well, the other thing, too, is like one, it's a giant collusion uh, or or just tampering fest, right? Like, Free agency basically is going to get figured out this week. Like yeah. that that's the truth. Um, at least in terms of like the, the top guys, I guess I would say the, the combine is still important for a couple of reasons. Um, obviously media access is nice just in terms of being able to generate content. I do think the on-field drills, they very much do matter and they matter in different ways for different positions, but like having that historical uh, comparison for athletes is very important. Um, teams definitely still look at it like it's not it's not just filmed like guys will move up and down or at least be brought up again in draft rooms because of uh, what they do on the field the biggest thing is still uh, the the medicals right Um, we're going to talk about it in a little bit with all these banged up wide receivers but being able to have everyone be medically checked instead of having to bounce around every college in the country by 32 individual teams is still a massive deal and why the combine is never going to go away. The interviews is the part that I always thought was easily the most overrated. I mean, when, when we were working with XFL and stuff, we would talk to guys and like, they didn't even really care that much. Like the coaches didn't really care that much. The biggest thing was, it seems like scouts always overrate it because it's their job to overrate it where they're like, no personality is like, 90% of player evaluation. And it's like, that simply is not true. And you talk to a lot of guys in the league and the amount of times that like, frankly, bad and overdrafted players just get blamed for having bad personalities is the reason why they flunked is very surprising. Like so many things get blamed on character more than just this guy couldn't play football. Um, So it doesn't surprise me that a lot of these guys, especially who know the game pretty well, and don't have first-round picks, right? Like Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, they just came off of really long years. They don't have first-round picks. Like, why do they need to be there? How about they take some time off and and figure out, like, free agency or something or spend time with their families, you know, while they can before this long grind of the offseason comes? That makes sense to me. Um, Robert Salah not showing up is kind of interesting to me because the Jets do have picks, unlike uh, Sean McVay. And Kyle Shanahan. So that, that's the one where I'm kind of scratching my head a little bit. Maybe it is like a McVeigh tree type of thing to, to not be able to show up to these type of things. But Matt LaFleur is there. And he was joking today that, like, this might be the last time you guys see me. Because if, if they're going to take it off, I might as well take it off. Yeah. The other thing, too, is, like, all, all the interviews with the players are filmed. Like, we have the video of, uh, what was it, Pete Carroll taking his shirt off with DK Metcalf because DK Metcalf walked in with the shirt off to the player meeting, like all these things are filmed and end up getting sent back to the team, like almost instantly in the same way that like comp or uh, shrine game and senior bowl practices are 
Like guys don't necessarily have to be there every moment of the day to figure out what is going on. So if all you're going to do is have the scouts ask some pretty bland questions and have your GM meet with free, uh, with agents of free agents, you don't have to be there, right? Cause you're already a head coach. Why do you need a network and, and move up the coaching race? You, you're already there. So why do you need to show up? Well, and they had to put in some regulations about the NFL combine interview process because of yeah. some of the absurd things that people in these organizations were asking these kids <laughs> that are coming out of college. Dude, I'm telling you like the, the, what, I don't know if it's the opening scene in Moneyball, but like when they're talking about like the player's girlfriend and stuff like dog, that is still how NFL scouts operate. Like th- that is still a thing. Like well, one, one thing that, I remember I was told when I was with the XFL and I was just talking to guys about like how they scout generally and like what their process is. One thing that always comes up is like, they like really want to know what the parent situation is, but they can't ask like, was your daddy around? So what they end up doing is they ask, what do your parents do for a living? And they get like a roundabout way of being able to get, you know, Hey, do you have a connection with your father? And like stuff like that is just still like, there's no science that backs that right it's very caveman like that's what we're talking about when we talk about these player interviews that that scouts overrate strongly right like that's what we're talking about well and you know there's plenty of players over the years who i'm sure just nailed all of the answers were incredible interviews and then and they were trash on the field yeah it wound up just not being good. good nfl players like yeah it's none of that stuff means anything. And, you know, even today it was being reported that uh, UNC quarterback Sam Howell, who is one of those highly touted quarterback prospects, uh, the Eagles had him shoot a basketball on a mini hoop during his interview with them. And he said he only made two of five. So he doesn't think he's high on their board right now. I saw a thing <laughs> early. I think it was Jen Slater uh, tweeted out and was like, yeah, teams are really surprised that like Malik Willis can retain information. I'm like, yeah. what does that like? What are we talking about? Like, just watch the damn film, evaluate the player from that. Like, as long as the yeah. player doesn't have some like crazy off field situations, like it, it's really a non factor, guys. Like, it's a is has this player done anything criminal? No. Okay, we move to the film. Like, it really is as simple as that. You can listen to the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. 
But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it then in that moment. You don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of like afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.